Hello and welcome to the Bros and Bibles podcast, where not only our biblical knowledge thrives, but our growing bromance continues. Hey man, that was great. Thank you. you know? Tonight's a bit different, right? So once again, it's after... After dark. Yeah, it's really. after youth group. Um, we've waited till the end of the day to record, but I think that's all right. And I've thrown Dustin under the bus a little bit. Absolutely. For what, the third time today? Yes, yeah. exactly the third time today. So this morning I made Dustin do announcements, uh, yes. and we were both thrown under the bus there when we found out a picture of us with makeup uh, and fingernails painted and stuff It's on, all for the... was put on the screen in front of the entire church. Let everybody know, it's, it's for the youth. It really is. Uh, yeah, we don't actually dress up like that on a daily basis. No, maybe Josh back when he was in his middle school days, but... You know, I feel like people bring that up a bit too much. <laughs> it's it's funny, man. The and sec- you joke with it too, so like yeah, it's okay. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it was a horribly weird and terrible time in my life, so why not yeah. make a joke out of it? I mean, you that's, grew from that. You became the, the person you became the person you are today because of that. So like you don't want to change that. No, it's like that's, the there's a really good question. Would you rather go back and change all your mistakes mm-hmm. or would you want a ten million dollars? I'd, I'd rather take $10 million. Exactly, because, I mean, you wouldn't be the person you are today if you didn't have those mistakes or those choices in your life. Yes, but I could also be a better person than I am today. Maybe. Right? But You don't know that. But there's a chance. There's a chance, it's but like you don't know 50, that. It's 50-50 that I end up worse or better than I currently am. Yeah, So, but you love yourself right now, right? A you love bit. your life. It's just not, not too much. You. You love your life. You love leading kids. You love your wife. You love where you're at right now in your current stage where God is leading you. And you trust that. Yeah. So that's okay. And then you can be, add on top of that, you can be $10 million richer. Yeah, okay? but it is tax season, so I'd probably have to pay taxes on that. And that <laughs> probably not. Yeah, you might only get like $5 million out of that. Let's be honest. Yeah. But that's okay, I guess, because that's $5 million more than what I had. So. Yeah, any, any money's good money. Exactly. When it comes free like that kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, but the second time I threw Dustin under the bus was we did a game at youth group tonight called What Doesn't Your Youth Leader Know? And the answer is everything. I don't, I don't know a lot. Yeah. yeah. So there's Bible questions, uh, some obscure, some not so obscure. Like he didn't, he guessed, no, you didn't even guess Deborah. He didn't know Deborah was in the Bible, which bothers me a little bit. Okay. When I think, honestly, when that name came up, I thought of my friend Deb at, from college. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really think it was a biblical name, and that was my bad. The worst one is I didn't get the the Cain answer. Yeah. Well, the, the question was, uh, yeah. who was Adam and Eve's first son? And it was... It's Cain. It, for Seth, every other, it's, it's Enoch, Cain, Cain and Abel. I and picked Enoch. He did pick Enoch. It sounded biblical, okay? So... Give me a hard time, but I bet most listeners out there don't really know the answer either. You don't know that. No, I don't know that, but right. I mean, it's... It's not a question that everybody just goes around. You're asking. right, but if you watch Supernatural, you for sure know that. It's been a long time since I watched that TV oh, show. Great man. TV show, Fantastic. though. Phenomenal. It's just been so long. I yeah. should that should be my next long show to you watch. You should, yeah. Do you know what it's on? Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah, all of the well, mo- yeah, all of the seasons. Well, that's my next. When I finish Criminal Minds, Super- Supernatural is my next uh, nightly show. Yeah, and then the third time is. You know, me and him usually talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. You know, before, sometime this week, before now. And there's, Dustin has this thing where he's a leader. 
Like he's a really, really good leader, but he doesn't live fully into that. And I don't know what that is. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a lacking of confidence or something, but I, I want to draw out of him this gift of leadership. And so tonight, I said, it's yours. Everything that we talk about tonight is yours. So I have no idea what he's going to come up with. And this may be a struggle for everybody listening because we could go anywhere. Uh, But I hope, I hope, my prayer is that God's leading in your heart uh, and in this room and in this space and and within the conversation we're about to have. Yeah. I mean, um, I've always had it that I, I do think I am a leader. Yeah. Um, there's just certain things that I shy away from when it comes to that. Like when I'm playing sports, obviously I kind of show that a lot more outwardly than when I'm here or, um, even when I'm, when I'm working, I kind of show that leadership ability, but there's just some places where I shy away from it. Cause like, I don't feel as confident in myself because mm. I know other people are I don't know, smarter or better at it than I am yeah so well Dustin she's all yours buddy well so since he put me on the spot and he was talking about this um the first thing that came to mind was spiritual gifts Ooh. um because I mean obviously he's basically saying one of my spiritual gifts is leadership yeah um so that came to mind and I've always loved the topic of spiritual gifts i think it's a really cool topic to talk about yeah um i'm always interested to hear what other people's spiritual gifts are um i know uh my teachers at grace were always big into spiritual gifts the enneagram Mm. and kind of stuff like that did you guys ever do the gallops strength finder yes we did the strength finder yeah so and then being a student mentor there i I had to go through all these with my students yeah and go through mine and mine my strengths actually changed over the years really yeah uh, from uh, well, at least from freshman year to the beginning of senior year, they changed because that's the two times I took that test. Um, but yeah, so it's super interesting things I think that people like to talk about, um, yet they don't always fully step into their roles in those spiritual gifts. Like, oh yeah, that's a spiritual gift, cool, but they don't actually like understand it or step into it in the right way what of how god's leading you into that role yeah yeah that's well i'm excited then to to talk about this this is not a conversation i have often if we're being honest because as a pastor people just expect you to know your gifting wholeheartedly and how you live into that so I'm excited to see what questions you have and, and where the conversation goes. But I'm going to do very little talking uh, when it comes to questions. I'm going to allow you to lead the conversation wherever wherever your heart wants it to go. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we can kind of get into it then. Um, so, Josh, uh, I just want to kind of know from you – what your main spiritual gifts are that mm. you know of. Yeah. So we're talking specifically spiritual gifts uh, or Enneagram. Is that involved? Are we talking strength finders? Because we could talk all of that, and I know most of what it is. But I also know my top five spiritual gifts as of recent. Okay, let's start with just spiritual gifts. Yeah. Um, 
teacher, shepherd, mercy, prophecy was one, mm. which I didn't understand. Uh, and my number one is evangelism. Wow. Seems like you're in the right spot here as a youth pastor. Yes. Or pastor role. I, I would think so. Uh, the issue uh, with spiritual gifts for me is I never feel like I'm fully living in to what like the call is on each of those gifts in my life. Right? Because as a, as a teacher, I don't get to teach that often. At least big church. Right? I've, I, I teach young adult Sunday school. Sometimes I'll preach. And then Wednesday night, or Thursday night Bible studies. And then Wednesday night, young adult small group. And then sometimes on Sundays for youth group. And I know, yeah. what, you're, I know what you're thinking, Josh. That's a lot of areas in which you can teach or preach. But I don't ever feel like I get to, to fully live into that. And when it comes to prophecy, I have no idea how that affects me at all. You know, because I... I get that it's not like seeing the future and it's just speaking God's word and proclaiming his word. But like, when? When have I ever done that? Uh, I don't know if it's a really question about when. Like maybe like you'll eventually get there. But also like leading by example is huge in that, I think. And like seeing you out in public wanting to talk about that or wanting to show love to others like in front of them. Um, no matter what they think, um, I think that's huge in that that spiritual gift. Yeah. Uh, just because you lead by example, even though you don't know you're doing it, you're just being you, and I think that's huge. Um, so, and like your spiritual gifts are way different than mine. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear what yours are, but I've taken the spiritual gifts test pretty much once a year since I became a Christian. See, I haven't taken since beginning of senior year mm. of college. Well, that's not that's not that that's long not ago. that long ago. But I still had to bring it up yeah. because I don't remember it off the top of my head. Absolutely, but the one constant on mine has been evangelism, which is definitely one I can see outright. Right when you meet you, like <laughs> it's huge. Even back in high school, you wanted to talk about it on the football field at Whatever. practice. Oh, don't tell me whatever. You know that's true. Maybe, but again, I don't feel like I ever fully live into my gifts. And maybe that's just me being... Hard on yourself like always? Either hard on myself or like a false humility because I want people to say, Josh, you're so good. Right? You like are I good. I see you being a teacher, an evangelist, uh, a prophet. I see you showing mercy, all these things. Maybe it's just my selfishness wanting somebody to talk about me. That's... You know, saying something good, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't ever feel adequate in these areas. Well, I definitely think you should. Um, just from me getting to know you, me seeing you most days, you know, um, like usual. Uh, but teaching me around here, around the church, uh, helping me in Sunday school, helping all the young adults that you teach on Wednesdays, teaching me how to lift weights properly and <laughs> yelling at me for not lifting big weights. And then me trying to lift big weights and then me lifting big weights eventually. Like all these things leading up to making you a good teacher. I'm learning a lot. I know that. 
I know Jaron thinks the same thing of you. We got him to go to young adult group for two weeks now, and that's huge. You're teaching him. He is seeing that, Mm. and he is seeing progress. Uh, Our young adult group, people are talking. That's great. It makes me so happy. We are having a good time at young adult group now. And, like, people are talking. People are having a great time. Um, I think it's getting really close, and I really like that. Yeah. Um, Our students are... I think even our students here in youth group are opening up a little bit more. Absolutely. I think they are feeling comfortable. I had Chase's mom come up to me today and right before I gave announcements, which I was nervous for, not going to lie. Thanks for that. Uh, But she's like, Chase really loves youth group and loves you guys. Mm. And he's the newest member of our youth group. Yeah. So like, that's huge. So, I think he enjoys that. And he's one of the more talkative ones. Yeah. So, but he has good things to say. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he's a little, he's a little crazy sometimes. We all know, but. He's a great kid though. He's a great kid. So he looks up to that. And I think some of these students really look up to you in that way. And even though we are the ones that go up on stage and get a picture of us looking like girls, (laughs) right? With makeup and stuff. We're the, we're the fun ones, you know? Yeah. And that's that speaks a lot of how much we do for the kids. Yeah. And I think that's huge. In your spiritual gifts, like, it shows that you want to go out of your way and help others, no matter what. With disc golf, with um, – because, I mean, you're running a tournament. You're doing that for a good cause. Yeah. Right? You're doing these things for a good cause. You're helping me and Jaron, letting us into your home to do that. Yeah. You are leading us that way. I mean, there's so many things, Josh, and you are just way too hard on myself, yourself, my friend. Yeah, well, let's not make this about how great I am because... Well, hey, I'm just trying to boost your confidence if that's, here. Because if that's the case, we'll probably just end it now at 14 minutes, um, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But, yeah, I think you were going to go into what your spiritual gifts were. Yeah. Um, so, my spiritual gifts uh, from last year. Um, so... My first one is hospitality. Mm. That was a big one for me. And that one was constant in freshman year and now. And then service. Uh, Leadership was actually on there. So (laughs) I guess that that one helps. Um, Giving. Okay. And then wisdom was my fifth one. Oh, you're wise. I don't know. I've never, I've never got into that one, <laughs> to be honest. So yeah. Um, and then my teacher, um, or my boss at Grace, um, she always said empathy oh. was one of the biggest things about me. Yeah. Um, and I don't. That's not really a spiritual gift, per se. I don't think. Nobody can fall into, like the gifting of a of a shepherd or a pastor, right? Yeah. Someone who leads, and feels. Yeah. You know, so it could also fall under like mercy and wisdom. Right? Yeah. You need to be you need to be wise enough to know like hey, you know, I may have never been there but this is this might be what it feels like. Yeah. I can empathize with these people. Yeah. And I really try to do that cuz um there's a lot of people around that are from different ways of life, different things of life and I yeah. I've never been I've never experienced those things. I mean, everybody everybody has their different come-ups and everything and I just need to be there for them and make, I mean, try to empathize with them. So, yeah. And do my best in that. Yeah. So, well, so in, in your gifting and I, again, I don't want to ask all the questions, 
but what do you think is the one that you're you, you tend to stray away from doing? Um, well, I, I I just don't really focus on wisdom much because mm. I I don't know I just don't understand its full meaning all the time, so I stray away from that one a yeah. lot. Um, service and hospitality, those ones are huge, and I think like hospitality, like I I knew that one was coming. Yeah, well, it's, it's your parents, right? Yeah, it's it's from my parents, and um, just like I mean, I had my friends over at my apartment, and I love to be there for them and like yeah. make sure I'm like making sure they're comfortable. Um, and everything and just stuff like that. I love just helping people in that way. Um, and that goes kind of along side by side with service. Yeah. Um, I like helping people that way. Um, so, and giving those, those kind of three just kind of kind of flow in together, co- flow in together. And yeah. I really enjoy that. Um, those things. So I, I definitely think it's wisdom. I think that one is one I have to really focus on. And honestly, I probably need to take the test again just to see. What comes with me now? We should do that once a year, and then come back next week and talk about it. Oh, we could we could open it up next week with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then if I mean, yes. Tune in next week to hear if our gifts have changed. Yes, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm very excited now. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that this week. No problem. Um, I'll send you a link. Okay, cool. We gotta take the same one. Yeah, I mean, just for accuracy reasons. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, so I mean, and I've always been so into this stuff and it really comes from grace. Like that's where I learned about this stuff first um, and taking the test and doing all that. Um, And Dr. Graham, he's a psych teacher at Grace and he's one of my favorite guys. And he's the one that like kind of leads that part of it. And uh, he's always super interested and super involved in it. Like he gets hype on stage telling people what his are. And like (laughs) he invites people up the stage to tell them what theirs are. And it just, it gets wild, but it's just so interesting to see what people's spiritual gifts are and then seeing them and watching them be themselves and seeing, Oh wow. That really does flow with them. That really does that. And I just love, I mean, we're both people, people, people. Does that make sense? Yes, but I, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, We're both people, extroverts, I think is what was yeah, the, is the more, what is it, professional word? Because people, yeah. people, it doesn't, you know, that kind of sounds. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Almost a double negative. But uh, yeah, extroverts, right? And we just love being around people. We love yeah. being with people. So like learning about these kind of things is something that uh, doesn't usually come up. It's kind of different, but it's something that kind of interests us in yeah. the person at least me i love learning about people's spiritual gifts and just and i can kind of like f- see them before like they even like tell me what their spiritual gifts mm. are um and a lot of people do the same thing with enneagram yeah so the issue and and that we i mean i don't know if you were gonna go this way uh, with a lot of these overarching things so the enneagram and so for for my premarital counseling, I was supposed to read the five love languages. I did not do that. I love five love languages. I so I hate that book, oh. and and I'm not like I love the Enneagram, but I'm not a fan. And I love personality tests, and I know I've started a bunch of things and I haven't finished any of them. And I love the Gallup Strength Finder, but people fall into this trap that like. These are my top five spiritual gifts. These are the only ones I can do. This is my, like, I am the entertainer. I think that was my, like, personality. 
I can't tell you what the uh, the letters were, but the yeah. entertainer. Like, that's the only thing that I can be. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. That's the only thing I can be, and I can blame all the negative behaviors that I have on the unhealthy side of the eight, right? Oh, my! one of my strengths is restoration. I can only restore. Yeah. Not a bad thing, right? No. But you put yourself in a box, and and I think what that does is it really takes away from the power of God in your life to use you in ways that maybe you think you're not supposed to be used for. Yeah, and yeah. I I definitely see that, um, because like people are like, oh yep, only these five. These are what I had focused on, but like we're so much more than that. We literally can have a little bit of each one. So it's like putting a little water droplet in each one, right? Yeah. There's just more in some of them, right? But like, I mean, I could there's there could be one at the very bottom of the list, but I could have a little bitty drop in it because I have a I have that, right? Absolutely. I yeah. can. And like I could focus on it if I wanted to for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And just work on it and yeah. just try to be the best person I know how to be through God and what God's leading me to do. So and I was actually gonna go there. Oh because, great. Yeah. Sweet. So we're on the same page. Sorry about that for oh. stealing the thunder. Oh no, no problem, no problem at all. Um, but it, it's just so amazing to see all these different things come together to make a person. And even though they're all the same, it's just how many drops are in each one mm. per person. Yeah. You know, and it's just amazing how God created all of us and we're so different yet. We all are loved in the same way. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I, I love that personally. That it's just it's just amazing to wrap your head around that and to be just in that presence of all this love with God. Yet there's so many so much brokenness out there. Yeah. Well not just that, but like people from different walks of life can end up having similar giftings. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's the beauty in God's creation and his, you know, blessing people with gifts is that it doesn't really matter who you think you are, you know, or the or where you even come from and how you think that affects you. Because there yeah. have been pastors from, you know, the gutters and there have been pastors from the mountains, right? Like the high ups and the low lows. Yeah. People have, like pastors have come from both of those. Prophets have come from both of those. Teachers, evangelists have come from both of those, right? Yeah. Like, so if we think about it scripturally, evangelists, you have John the Baptist. Funky dude wore camel's hair, mm-hmm. ate locusts and honey, was just a weird guy. Yeah. Seen as, as someone with very little status in, in the world. And then you have Paul, high up in as a Pharisee, right? The the most Jewish of all Jews, you know, the the best of the best when it comes to being from the tribe of Benjamin. Yeah. And and yet they did the same thing. They used their lives to point towards Jesus, tell people about Jesus, the furthering of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But they're so very different. Right? Very. And and I think that's that's the beauty of of gifting and that's the beauty of, of the way that God works. Yeah. Is that it doesn't matter what your socioeconomic status was when you were a kid. Yeah, and I I think that's so cool though because like people can relate to one or the other yeah, and they can still get the same teachings out of that. Mm. They can still get the same love out of that. 
um, and they can just relate better to one or the other, right? So that just gives a wider population of people who can come together for the same meaning, right? Yeah. So we have, I don't know how many people in this church, but a lot, right? There is a number of people here. Yes, but we don't know everybody here. You don't know everybody here. Can you name every single person's name that was in church today? Probably not. If if I'm being honest, no. Okay, yeah, which is okay. So we don't know where everybody came from, yet yeah. we all gathered in this one space mm. to worship the same God, right? Yeah. That That's amazing to me, right? So it's just amazing how that people can come together so easily, right? Yet once we leave this place, it becomes faint and almost mm. out of reach for people to talk about. Yeah. Especially now. We don't see it as much. And it, it's really sad. Yeah. Um, and even though like your like mine's hospitality, I'm not always the most hospitable person. Some days I can just be like, no. Yeah. And just be in a funk or in a mood, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, but, we fail, right? Like, yeah. And, and that's okay. Yeah. Like we sin, right? We yeah. fail. We sin. We don't always do the perfect right thing. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, that's okay. God still loves us. Yeah. He shows us a path and we don't always follow it to the A plus standard, right? Yeah. So, there's just so much that goes into it that you can look into and be like, wow, mm. this is amazing, yet not perfect. Yeah. Wow. So, and that's why I like this topic. Uh, spiritual gifts is just something we lean into sometimes too much or sometimes not at all. Yeah. And it really can change how you view others, you view things, you view yourself. Uh, because honestly, you... You have to love yourself. That's one huge thing that you have to do before trying to love others well. Well, I was talking to actually talk to somebody about this the other day. Oh. Because they were they were sharing about how they have a very poor self care regimen because they care for others so much. And I was like, you know, most of the scriptures say love your neighbor as yourself, which on its base level means you have to love your neighbors, right? But you have to love them to the standard in which you love yourself. And if you treat yourself like garbage, you're going to end up treating your neighbors like garbage too. So when it comes to gifting and, and trying to live into that, like you need to first find out what your gifts are. Because, you know, it's a surprise to me how many people don't know their gifts. And we just we just went through this series on the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And there are still people in our church that don't believe they're gifted to be in the body or yep. believe that their gifting is is not good enough and they're not worth it or they've already done all they can with their gift or, you know, just completely just don't know anything about any any of it and, and choose to be ignorant to the fact that, that there's, there's a plan for the way that they're gifted. Yep. And, and people just aren't, like they're not paying attention to any of this stuff. And I don't know about I don't know about you, but that worries me. Right? It, it worries me deeply. Because yeah. 
Because this is the future. These are the people that God has called to bring people to him. And if we look at ourselves and we see nothing, like we're ignorant of the fact that we have gifts, or we look at ourselves and we're like, well, we're not good enough for those gifts. Or we look in the mirror and we're like, well, I've already done all I can with my gifts. Then the body begins to fail. Yep. Then you're putting the power of God in a box and not allowing him to actually work in you. So we need to acknowledge the gifts we have and we need to build up those gifts. Yep. Right? So so that's the best way that we can actually take advantage of this this idea of gifting. I don't know how I got to that point in this talk, but I hope that it was legible. No, because that's writing. Understandable. I I think so. Okay. I, I'm understanding you well. Um, it there's just so much that goes into the gifts that you are given. Yeah. Um, and you really have to lean on those. Like we can't just forget about them as a whole, you know. So forgetting about them as a whole is just going to hurt us and hurt the others around us more than we know. And I just can't stand to see that sometimes. And I see that myself sometimes. I don't live up to my gifts 100%. I mean, obviously, we just talked about it. Wisdom. I, I don't. And I need to get into that. Or well, I want to I take this test first this upcoming week. Yeah. See what I have and try to focus on those. And see how I can use those to better myself mm -hmm. and then show that to other people and be able to reach out to other people and help yeah. other people. Um, because in the end, honestly, like evangelism is an amazing spiritual gift that I think very strongly of. I may not, it might not be in my top five per se, but I do think very strongly of it because I want to go out and yeah. evangelize other people. Yeah. I mean, it might not be in my top five. doesn't mean I can't focus on it and do that. Yeah, no, so. that's exactly right. And and for those of you out here who are listening, the seven or eight of you that there might be, <laughs> um, you should take the, the test too. Yeah. You should find out what your spiritual gifts are and how you live into those. Because... And this is a conversation I've had plenty of times in the past year is that we, the church is coming up on one of the most important times in church history. We're coming out of a pandemic where people have lost loved ones, jobs, homes, drained their savings to make sure that they're making ends meet, and they're seeking something. Whatever that might be, they're seeking something. And if they come to a church, and at that church there are people not living into their gifting, but just you know being apathetic, habitual Christians, they're not going to find it here. Mm. And then they're going to turn to other things. They're going to turn to the bar. They're going to turn to the dealer. They're going to turn to to using you know the next person that they see. Because in that is at least some sort of fulfillment, right? In that is some sort of purpose. And if they don't, if you're not using your gifts here at the church, you're not going to find that, right? They're not going to be able to see that. So take the test. 
Super easy. Spiritualgiftstest.com. Wow, that's pretty simple. Right? Yeah. Very easy. Take the test. I just think it's a good idea just to see. And then you can, like, know. Like, obviously, you don't have to take it. We're not making you take it. Uh, no, we're making them take it. Oh, well, I don't know how we can do that. I will find you. You sound like the guy from Taken. <laughs> and I will kill you. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but you honestly should take it. it, it even if you've taken it in the past, like, maybe your gifting has changed over the years. And yeah. you just don't know. And you're continuously trying to live into a gift that God doesn't want you to use right now. Mm. Or God, or isn't in the plan for, for what God has for you right now. Yep. So, yeah. I, I, I know mine could be way different just because of where my spiritual journey has gone yeah. since over a year ago when I started my senior year of college. I've changed so much. I've grown so much. Um, so I really think that it, it, I don't think it drastically changed. I'm guessing my top couple are probably pretty close to the same, but then those last like three yeah. could be a little bit different and yeah. I'm all in to learn about that and learn through them, um, and be able to do my best in bettering myself with those gifts. Yeah. Um, so, but doing that test is just something where you can like, Oh, so this is what I'm good. I should be good at and should be focusing on. And show that in your daily life, right? Yeah, well, maybe not thinking about it like this is what I should be good at. Because that's putting pressure on yourself for something you didn't practice before. You're right, you're right. right? And that you haven't been growing in and building up. But something just that you're gifted for. That God has placed in your life and on your heart. And and obviously it's there for a reason. Yeah. Right? But... Remembered not to just just not don't just live into those gifts. There's a there's a video that I watch called Knowing Christ. It's by Tommy Green. And if you don't know who Tommy Green is, he is the lead singer or of a band that was to that just broke up recently or called it quits or whatever called Sleeping Giant. Sleeping Giant's a metal band, Christian metal band. But he's talking about some people ask him, Well, what is your gift? And he makes a bold statement that's something that I've conti continued to try to live by. And that is, I am whatever he calls me to be. Whatever he asks me to be. And, and I think it's so, it's freeing. But it's also allowing the power of God to be the power of God. Today in Sunday school, for us, we talked about not putting God in a box. How the disciples... Asked Jesus how he could feed the 4,000 when just a couple chapters before he fed the, the 5,000. And I'm like, you were with him and you still doubted his power. Right? Like you put, you put God into a box even though he's already forced his way out of that in your life. Your expectations for him were so low for some reason. Right? And then later on in that chapter we see uh, Peter rebuke Jesus because he said he was going to die on the cross after Peter said he was the Messiah. And and Peter's like, no, my expectations for you were set by the Jewish tradition. My Messiah is a king. A ruler. And and God's like, you know what I am? A king. 
I am a ruler. My son Jesus is there to be a king and rule in a different way. Right? Mm. Putting God in a box. He's just going to shatter that box. Blow it apart. Completely blow it apart. Yeah. I really wish I was there for this talk. I know. And he, well... And he can do that with your gifts. If you say that I'm only gifted this way. You're putting yourself in a box. You're, yeah. And you're and you're limiting the power of God in your life. Yeah. You know, I wake up most mornings and, I, and I'm just like, well, whatever it is today, God, that you have for me. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he's going to ask me to prophesy over somebody's life. I don't know if he's going to ask me to show mercy or or to be hospitable. I don't know. But all I know is that the, the God has something for me and I want to live into whatever that is. Yep. And to limit that power to, well, God, this is my top five. These are your options. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the creator of the universe can do so many more greater things than my top five. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like, there is no, I don't think there. There's not an end to it. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like top five, yeah, you can have a top five, right? But there is an endless amount of ways that you can show all of this. Yeah. There is no limit to it. Nothing. You mm-hmm. can't limit yourself. You can't put yourself in a box. You can't put God in a box. We don't even want boxes around here. No. Boxes. We, we ain't moving. No, 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 no. We 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 stay firm. In our faith. Yeah. Firm with God. And we're not moving anywhere. Yep. Like, hey, I might want to move to North Carolina someday. I think I also want... We can move together. Oh, that'd be, that'd be cute. Our bromance can continue to grow in North Carolina. Hey, and our podcast can come with us. Yes. Uh, but, hey, we're, we're, we can move like that, but we're not moving in our faith. No, no, there's no, there's no boxes here. We're not no. limiting the power of God. No, not at all. We want that power to keep... Going through us yeah. and using us and showing us every day that, hey, we're here, we're doing this, and we are living through what Christ wants us to do each and every day. We want to wake up and be like, hey, God, what do you have for me today? And we're here another day, right? Yeah. We got the privilege to wake up another day and show others and show, our, and show ourselves so we love ourselves that God is good. And God put me here today yeah. in this situation, here, there, wherever, yeah. for a purpose. Yep. Well, it's it's late, Dustin. It's very late. This is another yeah. uh, podcast after dark. So yeah. Well, we're gonna we're, we're gonna end this one early. So this is gonna be spiritual gifts part one. We've shared what our spiritual gifts were, how we feel about spiritual gifts. And next week, I think we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about what that test says. And what it means to you and me and how we're going to continue to live our life and growing in Christ. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm, I really like this topic. Um, I think it's just because I'm a people person and yeah. I just love learning about people and just spiritual gifts are kind of cool when you really de- take a deep dive into them. Absolutely. Um, so and it really comes anyway and kind of relates to literally everything. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's uh, end this here. Well, Come I have one final week. question for you. Bring it on. If there's one thing you want people to know about spiritual gifts, just the topic in general, what is it? For spiritual gifts, I just want people to know that they are important. 
Like knowing is important about your spiritual gift, but it doesn't stop there. You can know, but it it never stops with mm. how you love others, how you love yourself, how you show how good God is everywhere. Yeah. So just because your top five is top, your top five doesn't mean they're the only five you focus on. I just want everybody to know that spiritual gifts are important because it shows the ways and how you can serve yeah. our Lord and Savior. So it's it doesn't it's not a box. Those five aren't in a box. It's endless, and just keep going at them. It just shows you what your personality or your person is close to, and what's close to their heart. Absolutely, good. So, but Josh, would you like to uh, pray us out here, and then we can get to next week on part two? No, I don't. I don't pray. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, Father God, I just thank you so much for just the gifts you've given us and and the opportunities you've given us to use those gifts and grow in those gifts, Lord. I pray that, that as me and Dustin continue uh, to do this podcast and as people listen, Lord, I pray that they can, they can hear you speaking through us, Lord, that it's your message and not ours, and, and they take up this call to use their gifts and they seek out what those are, and they seek you in that and what you want for them uh, when it comes to the use of those gifts. God, I pray that that each and every person that listens to this, Lord, that you're walking with them today. And that they find confidence in your immense power to use them in whatever way that you have for them. That they don't have to, to put themselves or you in a box because you truly, truly are greater than any box that they can put you in. Father, I pray for, for a phenomenal week. I thank you for great weather. Uh, and I'm so excited to be able to come back next week and share uh, how you've gifted us and, and just praise you in that. In your beautiful name, amen. Amen.